Welcome to the spook. Sorry, fuck. I'm not gonna say hello <laughs> to you. Uh, I was gonna do a little a Halloween thing. We, I just, can, we can do it. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's do it right now. Actually, no, no, no. I'm, I think uh, don't I even. Immediately, don't, no, no, I immediately no, no, no. hated myself. All right, ready? No, yeah. One, well, two. What? Where, where, where are we three. counting to? Also, welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. So nice to get that in there after all these years. Yeah, if you didn't notice, the uh, last song of episode 30 was... (laughs) Episode 30! That happened to be... You know, our hardcore band from the early 2000s. It was the Bruce yes. Willis tribute song. Of course. And we always wanted... This is, I think, is Albert's... Um, that was probably your idea this at the time. This has been... This is... You know how people say, like, do you have any regrets? Right, right. I, I don't have a lot. Yeah. But that was one that always bothered me. Yeah. I was always so upset. We When we recorded that song, we had this great soundbite from uh, Altered Beast, which is an old Sega game. And the guy goes... Welcome to your doom. And we had it all set to go. And then as soon as we told the guy recording our album that that was from a Sega game, he was like, oh, dude, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Smoke a lot of weed. Go check out those chickens outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't put it in there. No, we didn't. But But, what a great full circle. fixed it. Way to be, you know, that's, I guess that's what... You know, old punks do. They go and be, start a podcast. Yeah, old punks go start a podcast and then they, they can re-edit their, their music. You yeah, know, so... When when they use it. So it's back. Uh, Well, guys, That's, welcome to your doom. Welcome to Don't Be an Idiom. Have we got a show for you? We it's show doom. almost identical to all of our previous episodes, but this one... Is one week closer <laughs> to Halloween. Is one close to Halloween. Yeah. And we are, you know... We're, we're celebrating. We're celebrating. We're Halloween fans. Of course. Of course we are. As are you. And, you know, this is technically our Halloween episode. It's like, we're a bi-monthly podcast. Not every other month, but twice a month. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... Actually, you know what? We would mm-hmm. have been on, on schedule if we didn't have that one week pushback. Oh, but yeah, the pushback. can't... Worry about life and death right now, but, <laughs> but you know. So, so we're we're having an episode coming out right in between smack dab, actually, in between um, the week before <laughs> Halloween and the week after. So, this is our Halloween episode. Let's spook it up. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that that is okay. scary. Now that's that we got stuff. all of that out. <laughs> With the with the cats and the lightning and the thunder and the things, yes. we can start. Um, so we wanted to say congratulations to our friend Alexander Wildman. Wow, we um, wow. He got married this last weekend. It was socially distant. Masks. Yes. Most of the people wore masks. Most of the people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, listen. It was a really nice wedding. <laughs> Very nice. You know, what my favorite part was hmm. it was at a, it was at a golf course, mm-hmm. and they they let us hang out in the locker room. Mm. You like that? That was so fun. Yeah, they had poker chips, and we didn't play. Oh, we did, or you did? I played around a round of you solitaire. Played solitaire. Okay, <laughs> but you know, they had poker chips, and then they had like. Uh, you know, you could you could you could expense things to the wedding. You know, you could you know, put put it on the wedding tab. Yeah, we tried that. 
did not work. Did not work. And 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 you know the other thing is too is that Alex is he might have given the best groomsman presents of all time. Yeah. Because uh, Alex, if you don't know Alex, he's gotten real into wood. He loves the wood. He loves wood. But he got us all hatchets. Yeah. And then he carved a handle. And yeah, it's really cool. Really, really amazing uh, groomsman presence. But um, it was it was an awesome wedding. But, you know, even, even a week before that, we did the bachelor party a week before that. Mm-hmm. And it was... Just a really great time getting out into the woods. We were we were camping up in Jim Thorpe. Yeah. So it was just like it was nice. The don't be an idiot boys have been busy with busy wedding boys. stuff. <laughs> we're doing all the wedding and stuff. And it's been great. So thank you, Alex, for getting married. Yeah, man. Congrats. We had a great time. We love you. Yes, we love you. Uh we also love Halloween. Very spooky I am time, so scared dude. I might not be able to finish the episode. <laughs> um, what else we got, man? Let's set the record straight. Yeah, you know. Okay, so I, we know that some of you are getting sick of set the record straight. No, you're not, Timmy. This, this is great. Does he actually say that? No, he doesn't no. even listen. <laughs> it does. He's like, oh, I got all this time in the truck, and I'm not even gonna just I'm not gonna listen to my friend. I got all this time in the truck. Got all time in the truck. Um, He's a truck does he driver. say he doesn't like this section? No, I've, I've got a sneaking suspicion. Fuck you, Timmy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, we've got very few set the record straights today. And it, two weeks ago, you might have remembered Ryan trying to figure out who Cameron Diaz was in well, listen, it Gangs wasn't, of New York. Listen, you brought up Gangs of New York. In I, I've got this all figured out now. Great. You tell it. Albert. I'm going to. That's what I'm doing. See me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Albert brought up Gangs in New York. We both love Gangs in New York. Albert loves it more because he knows that Cameron Diaz is the main female character in that movie. In my head... That's why I love it more. It, yeah. Because <laughs> you know that specific that, When I first saw it, I was like, that's her! That's Cameron Diaz! I love it! <laughs> oh my God, did you hear that? Yeah, He's a different that sound. Really, yeah. Hi. Um, I, I was thinking of Heather Graham. And I couldn't. Ooh, well, I would have remembered if it was Heather I, Graham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heather Graham, and I, I figured out why I was thinking of Heather Graham, and it's because I was thinking of the movie From Hell, the the Johnny Depp Jack right, the Ripper movie. Right. And she's she's one of the prostitutes. Sure. But she's very. It's like a similar time period. It's got a similar feel. And they're all wearing those corsets. Corsets. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I get that. I get that's why. You were thinking, thinking of, of Heather that, Graham. That, that, yeah. Here's a question for you. Cameron Diaz, the mask era, or Heather Graham, um, what era? The From Hell era. Or the Austin Powers, Ugh. which might be the same I mean, era as far as Honestly, Heather go. Graham, the now era, is amazing. Oh, yeah. She just is like, she's timeless. She was in Twin Peaks, the third, the not the third, mm. the uh, second season. Let's go to that era. I, I gotta Oy. just, you know what? If we're doing a Frozen in Time thing, mm-hmm. even with a Frozen in Time thing, it's Jessica Heather, Rabbit. Heather Graham. She, Jessica Rabbit, <laughs> right. I remember watching that in front of my grandparents once and leaving the room when Jessica <laughs> Rabbit came on because I was like embarrassed Too about sexy. feelings that I didn't understand. Um, and that's true. So you said, you're saying Frozen in Time, Heather Graham. Uh, you know what, I'm, even what, now, I'm, even what I'm saying is, yeah. even with the Frozen in Time power, it's mm-hmm. Heather Graham. She seems like... If she liked you, yeah, she would 
like really like really you. like you. Be very positive about enthusiastic. Her yeah. So I'm going Heather Graham all the way. What about you? Do you remember I used to like love Kate Blanchett? I thought you still did. I mean, I don't. And I, I don't never really, saw it. I, I just like was so. I don't get it. I don't know something about her. I'll tell you what. Her. It made me look twice, knowing that you looked yeah. and liked her so much. Because I was like, wow. No, yeah, I don't know. There's I'm, something something about her. But my golly, Heather Graham. Loved Cameron Diaz and The Mask. I had a picture. I had like so much Jim Carrey shit in the 90s when I was a kid. And I had a picture of Cameron Diaz hanging up from like the ma- official Mask magazine. I mean, there was something Something was going on in the water there when, when, when Cameron Diaz was in The Mask. Like, really? What the hell? Um, but anyway, we respect them both we, as act- yep, actresses. Their minds are really the beautiful things. Exactly. Yes. Hey, are you supposed to call actresses actors now? Oh, there's I thought they were clients. Clients? <laughs> what do you mean? No, that's what a patient is called now in the hospital. A patient's called a client? You call them a client. It's too, I don't know. There's like so many new rules. I don't know everything. You know what we should do? We should just yeah. think ahead and call everyone... A client? Oh. Like if you're talking about someone, you should be like... The genius of the universe. Genius. Can we? Can no, we? Is that offensive? Like that. Is that offensive like that. in any way? I don't like that. I just poured pumpkin whiskey all over the table. I knew you'd do it. Um, okay. Well, anyway, we set the record straight. I think. I think. I think we've established that. Um, we're also drinking pumpkin whiskey and pumpkin beer from Southern Tier. And we're not getting sick of pumpkin in any way. Mm 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 mm. No siree. So Sponsor us. Are we, uh, are we ready to... Ready to do to, the show? Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, so we got a weird game today. Yeah, so uh, to keep things spooky, we... <laughs> I can't go on. No. Don't. I cannot go on. <laughs> it's because you're too scared? I'm so scared. So we have in front of us the Malayas Maleficarum. Obviously. And this is the witch... It's the witch's hammer. It And it's this 15th century... Um, basically, like a, a manual for witch hunting. Okay, so it was written right. in the it was written in the fourteen hundreds. We've got some dice, which are evil just dice. <laughs> the friendly, not a friendly. like a familiar. <laughs> yeah, they're like a familiar, like a familiar. Yeah, they're still very spiritual, and spiritual mystical dice. And uh, we're gonna roll those dice, and uh, they're gonna bring us to a section of the book. Okay, and. This 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 witch's hammer is broken up into three parts, and the first part is t- is titled "Treating of the Three Necessary Concomitants." Oh, fuck, man! I knew I was gonna. Is it concomitant? You're asking me <laughs> if it's concomitants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just get up on my chalkboard. And <laughs> good. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Of witchcraft. Which are the devil, a witch, and the permission of Almighty God. And it's broken up into many different questions that you should ask, you know, to, to figure out whether you got, you're working with a witch or not. Okay. All right. So we're going to roll the dice and we're going to see whoever lands on the more interesting question to consider about witchcraft thingamabobs. Nothing subjective about it at all. Very subjective. And we apologize. Our audience knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. We're not a bunch of science nerds. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's roll the okay, dice. Okay, okay, okay. Let's roll the bones. All right. So, um, okay. 
so I'm gonna go with page sixty one. I got a six and yeah, a one. Six and one. Sixty one. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Okay. So, oh boy. <clears throat> all right. I landed directly on a question, actually. Huh. Whether See. witches can, by some glamour, change men into beasts. Mm. So that's the focus of that section. That's a good one. Of the of the book, the manual. Okay, I got oh, 66. All right. Yeah, come on. That's good. You lucky. also landed directly in a question. Um, the witches who are midwives in various ways kill the child conceived in the womb and procure an abortion. Or if they do not do, if they do not this, <laughs> offer newborn children to devils. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I don't know if I want to make a political <laughs> statement at this moment. These are both pretty good. Wow. I mean, yowers, yowzers. Uh, yeah. Whether witches can, by some glamour, change men into beasts. All right. So, all right. So let's just think about this for right, a second. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking. All right. So which can turn you into an animal? Yeah. That's awesome. That's a cool question to consider. It's short and sweet and to the point. Yeah. But what's mine? Yours. This. So the witch is the. It's a midwife. witch who poses as, as a midwife. Yeah. Kills the child conceived in the womb. Yeah. And then uses that dead child as an offering to the devil. Oh, fuck. I think you got it, man. Oh, see, you know, you say that, but like, I think it's so cool to be able to turn someone into an animal. Yeah. Although. Yeah. The giving it, giving it to the devil is pretty cool because yeah. we don't know what happens to the animal after that. Right. Could just be like, you know, I've been turned into a chicken. I'm like, I'm a chicken now. This sucks. But but what if he turns him into like a dire wolf or something? That's awesome. Um, yeah, I just feel like witches aren't turning us into cool stuff. Okay, well. They could. They could. And actually, uh, let me clarify this question of yours. It's like, you know, witches be, be causing an abortion on purpose or... If they don't do this, kill the, the baby in the womb, then offer a newborn child to the devil. So it's kind of like thinking about two a different devil aspects. devil offering here. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think you get more bang for your buck for mine. Mm -hmm. Plus the 66 is very close to 66. That's cool too. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, I just, I just feel like you, you won this one. You know what? I'm going to take The question's it. a little bit more interesting. You hit 66 on the dice. That's good. Yeah, that take is, it. That is nice. And you know what? I have a feeling that your idiom is spookier. Yeah, oh, that's uh, possible. So it'd be nice to end on a spookier note. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you know, right? Like when when people look at us, yeah, I, I do think that they probably say we're just like frickin' frack, frickin' frack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Oh, mama! You ever heard that one before? I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it though. You know, my mom, I feel like my mom and my Aunt Jerry have said it. They used it. to say it to you and they've, your brother? They've said it. Like, I've, I, like, I feel like I have those memories that are either real or fake. And it was like, oh, these two, just like freaking frack. Yeah. And, you know, I have thoughts about it. And, mm -hmm. and, now, and, uh, and now I know. But yeah, yeah. any idea about what it means? Um, you know, I, I can't help but immediately think of like Tweedledee and Tweedledum when I hear frickin' frack. Mm. So I think it just means like two buffoons, like when people are acting like a couple of idiots. Well, you know what? It's funny that Tweedle, like in my research, Tweedledee and Tweedledum came up as like a synonym kind of thing for yeah, these guys. But they yeah. mean it's, but it's different. I mean, I know that I know they're, they're from a Lewis, like Lewis sure. Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. But it's, you could you could say the same thing. Be like, you could see. 
two two people hustling around and be mm-hmm. like, there goes freaking Frank, there yeah. goes Tweedledee and Tweedledum. It yeah. is it is very similar right. for sure. So basically, it's any two people who are closely linked in some way, especially through a work partnership. Hmm. You can think of it as like... Is it like two peas in a pod? I wrote that down. Ah, two peas in a pod. Okay. Like two very Freaking good frat. friends yeah. that are like always seen together, always doing some goofy shit. Really, yeah, yeah you know? right. Sure. Because it's never really like a thing where you're like, oh, there goes freaking frack, the the business moguls of, of Wall Street. It's mm-hmm. not like that. It's usually just like, oh, there's freaking frack wearing Jenkos and, you know, juggling. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and you you said that they're like specifically it's it's like work related like work buddies. Well, it seems like yeah. So what I it, it does say especially through a work partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. but basically it's like we've all seen freaking fracks in our lives. Of course. It's two people that are like, yep, they're inseparable buddies. And we're like freaking frack. We are like freaking frack. <laughs> I agree with that, especially. So any idea about where the origin comes from? Um, No idea, but I'll take a guess. Okay. Uh, So t- to me, it, it, it God. What comes to mind first, it's, it has a very Dickensian sound. It kind of sounds like it comes from a Charles Dickens book. Um, I'm thinking of like, he, he had this um, he had this magazine called like the Pickwick Papers. And so I'm like thinking frickin' frack Pickwick. But I don't know, I mean, I don't know everything that was ever published in the Pickwick Papers. You don't? No. Get out of here. <laughs> so that means I'm going with 19th century literature uh, in Britain, okay. Oh, I always and, forget that we have to pick a century. I am so still so bad at that. <laughs> what do you mean? You always do, don't you? Yeah, and every time I struggle, you, I'm no, like, no, when are pirates real? Yeah, so that's yeah. like you know, yeah, what, like the pirate time, and then we figure out what century yeah, that yeah, might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, keep so, going. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a guess that frickin' frack were were characters, not the main characters of a story, but like minor characters of a story, mm-hmm. and um, uh, up to tomfoolery. Oh yeah, all the all the live long day, and they were a couple of uh, unrelated friends that owned a local vegetable fruit stand in London. Oh yeah, keep going, Piccadilly Circus. Let's just you know, sure. right there. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's you... a play. It's like an oh, area. Of course it is. <laughs> I don't know anything. You know so much, by the way. Keep going. You know, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Um, so frickin' frack. Uh, were very similar looking, but one was <laughs> really, really tall, and one was really, really short. Sure, but the short one always stood on three pumpkins. Right, and uh, you know, I'm keeping things spooky. So Frick, who was short, always stood on three pumpkins, right next to Frack, who was very tall, but they had very similar. Jawline. He stood on no pumpkins. He stood on no pumpkins. Yeah, um, but they always, you know, they always goofed around when people came and bought veggies and fruits <laughs> and stuff. And and uh, well, it's a pumpkin. It's like a. It's a gourd. It's a gourd yeah. and gourds. He also sold gourds. I like the ones with bumps. Love. I got a bumpy gourd right here. I like to call them warty gourds. Go ahead, touch wouldn't this. it be a? Wouldn't that be a fun name for a character, Warty Gord? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got a lot of bumps on it. Yes, it does. So, uh, in the story, um, some of the main characters, you know, 
like are like, oh, there's frickin' frack, and they're like throwing tomatoes around and b- right. bipping and bopping and stuff. Sure. And uh, one day, one morning. <laughs> Well, there's a one day, you know, that, that could be the guess right there. <laughs> but I like it. Keep one going, day, keep going, keep going, keep going. instead of standing on all three pumpkins, Frick stands on two pumpkins oh. and puts one of the pumpkins on his head. Right. Um, and this, <laughs> this causes I might have lost my way here. This causes serious confusion, confusion. Yeah. with the, the people that are buying the things. Right. Um, and, but since Frack's such a good friend, um, he goes, no, Frick's always been this tall and he's always had a pumpkin on top of his head. Right. And you just have a bad memory. You just and have a bad memory. that's why witness testimony doesn't hold up in court. Never d- did, never will. <laughs> Memories are very, you know, what's the word? Not, uh. You say I've killed 12 people. It's only been eight. Unreliable. Right. Word. Okay. And so uh, people were like, Frick, you've been fooling us this whole time. And Frack's like, no, he ain't. And then he, with a machete. Oh, <laughs> He's in London. Oh, of course. <laughs> Wait, they have pumpkins in London? Of course. Do they? Yeah. They should. I think they do. Doesn't it seem like they just have gray meat? <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, <laughs> there's pumpkins nearby. Um, anyway, Frack uh, takes a machete, chops off his legs from the right below the knee down Ooh, to right. bring him to a lower to a lower level with with frick wow and now they're the same height again um because he only right because he only had the two pumpkins yeah it's only three two, that two pumpkins right. and now um and then they were like dude we knew we know that frick's short we were just we fuck, were just we kidding were just messing around, around and now you have stumps for legs right and then they look at each other and go that's freaking frack for you, and then that's, <laughs> and then that's the end of the the story. Wow, that is Charles really, Dickens. That's good, and that's why it's popular. Mm-hmm. Who, who wouldn't who wouldn't remember a story like that? Those are two very memorable <laughs> wow. characters. Wow, yeah, that is good, and it's <laughs> wrong. R- 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 wrong. <laughs> okay, okay, so freaking frack. I will say this: they were actual people, mm. and they were a famous pair of Swiss comedy ice Whoa. skaters no way from, they were ice skaters from basel switzerland dude i i have we have not had any swiss anything no swiss cheese no swiss no ice no, ska- no, nothing. no no yeah. do we have any swiss fans though uh i don't think we're about so to. I mean, about people to. in switzerland are a little too intelligent for all i think of they've this got their nonsense. own thing going on we have we have some fans in poland that's close. No, it's well, it's not really. But anyway, go, you go on. But it reminds new fans you of Switzerland, yeah. right? Sweden. We have fans in Sweden. Sweden. That feels more Switzerland. That sounds very close, right? <laughs> so yeah, tell me about freaking right. frack. So freaking frack. They were these. They were these guys. They were. They were ice skaters from Basel, Switzerland, and their real names were Werner, <laughs> Werner, 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 Grobly, and Hans Mock. Probably Werner, right? Werner, Grobly, and Hans Mach. Shit. Okay? So, Frick was Werner. Okay? Werner. Mm-hmm. And Frack was Hans. All right? Okay. Frick took his name from a small village in Switzerland. Okay? Mm-hmm. Frack took his name from a Swiss-German word for a frock coat, which he actually used to wear mm. on, like, while he was skating. 
And apparently, this is a classic Swiss joke, which I don't understand what that means. <laughs> but Wait, what's the joke? Like a well, frock? Well, he's joking. Having a he's, frock he's coat? Joking. He's like, he's like, I, I made my name a joke. Oh, like if if like your name was Mohair? Uh no, I, I just think so so that was from an interview with his son. And he's like <laughs> and he's like I need more details. That's what I'm saying. Like I, there wasn't a lot of details about how that was a that was a traditional Swiss joke. But I was just like hmm, hilarious. It really makes me think about what the Swiss thought was funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. But these guys, they so basically, they they were these young guys that were were a skating duo, good friends, right? Mm-hmm. And in, in the old days, when they were teenagers back in Basel, mm-hmm. um, they called themselves Zig and Zag. That's good too. But the reason that they had stage names the whole time, especially when they were teenagers, is because it was like um, it was like uh, considered un like unworthy of like a family name for you to be in what would be considered like a carnival type of act, right? Mm, they yeah. were just like joking around skaters, you know? Yeah, yeah. The like one physical comedy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they had to actually start off with fake names because their parents were like the one thought the one was gonna be an architect, the other one was supposed to be like a banker or something like that. Yeah. So they were like, we can't put our family name out there. It would just it would just ruin the family. Sure. But anyway, they were really good. And in the 1930s, they came to London. And then shortly after that, they came to the U.S. And they were part of the St. Moritz Express Ice Review. And it made me think of that beer. Wasn't is Moritz, it Moritz it's the beer? in uh, Spain. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's Spanish beer. So probably has nothing to do with that. But it just, it's still pretty uh, cool. It's still pretty they cool. a connection. But then in 1939, they hit the big time. And they became part of the original Ice Follies. And it was like a... It was like a world traveling, you know, like really professional skater kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. But these guys were the funny guys. I can't help but think of Will Ferrell and Blades of Glory. I that you know what? So I was telling my friend Jess about that last night with her mom, and they were like, "Wasn't there a Will Ferrell movie kind of like that?" And I kept calling it. I was like, "Is so it funny. called Fire and Ice or something <laughs> like that?" But there was a whole Fire and Ice yeah, thing, yeah. right? But these guys, I think, were like the original funny skaters, yeah. right? So. They traveled the world. They played over 11,000 shows with the Ice Follies. And back in the day, they used to wear these Alpine Lederhosen. And they invented some moves that were like super specific. The one, the big one, was called the Cantilever Spread Eagle. So imagine this. You're on ice skates, right? Mm -hmm. You turn your toes inward to to face each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are like, your your toes. Seems like that would stop you, right? Exactly. Okay. But you're kind of going around, right? So your your toes are facing each other, and then you lean your body all the way back Jeez. until it's parallel with the ice. So your knees break. It looks impossible. Yeah. But it but it was awesome. Like I was watching these. Oh, old, did you say this? What year this was all happening in? Uh, so if you did, I didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in 1939 oh, okay. is when they joined. Oh, so there's some the, video. The stuff ice. Of this. Yeah. There's oh, some okay. like original black and white stuff. Uh, with them doing it but so some of the moves that they did were impossible but at the time they were kind of they well they were big they were big time they were they were two of the highest paid skaters in the world at the time yeah so anyway so the cantilever spread eagle was the big one and this guy (laughs) 
No, yeah, yeah. No, I believe no, you. I, it's no. just crazy. Okay, imagine this. Imagine creating an ice skating. I can't group, imagine. Okay? Yeah, okay. And then you do it till you're 65. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. I'm not kidding. That's what Rick you. did. So... Anyway, Frack did it too, right? Well, the thing is, is they were both able to do kind of Frack couldn't really do it as well. So Frack's Frack's big number was the rubber legs, which (laughs) sounds way easier. Which you could imagine, you know. (laughs) But here's the thing: back then, like from '39 on, they were such a big act that they not only became like a a household name, Mm -hmm. they became their own idiom. Wow! I, whoa. Like yeah, like li- they actually became living legends. Not only what a real legend is, but they became living idiom edgen- legends. Living Edges. living idiom legends. legends yeah. Wow! Which is what we That's hope. like our dream. Yeah. So okay, they were so big that by 1943 they were actually in a movie mm-hmm. called Silver Skates. Okay. <laughs> and then in 1944, yeah. they were in another movie called Lady Let's Dance. Now, I watched clips from both of these. I, I'm i slightly in love with these guys. Yeah. So I in, can see that. In um, <laughs> in Silver Skates, it opens up with these, these all these beautiful women in like really tight leader hosen, like tight leader hosen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go and on. They the hats <laughs> yeah. and like short sleeve shirts or whatever. And yeah. they're all like singing songs about loving the winter mountains, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then and then you see these guys climbing up on the mountain and it's freaking frack, frickin', right? Yeah, of course. And then they start doing, they, they're goofing, right? Yeah. And the one thing that they were like goofing around, like they had a rope and they were pulling each other and then he Frick throws the rope to Frack, and the one girl is like, "Ooh, how do you do?" And and Frick is like, "Oh, I, I, he takes off his hat and he's like, "Well, hell, hello." And then while he's doing that, Frack falls down the mountain, but he's still holding the rope. So then Frick yeah. goes, "Whoa!" And he's fall, he falls down. So Whoa. so they go down to a bigger ice skating rink down there, and then yeah. they do their whole bit. Yeah, and it's great. Then again, in Lady Let's Dance. Uh, you know, again, they're just they're goofing. Everyone's watching and have a great time. And in the end of the scene, they end up crashing into a snowbank where there's two um, St. Bernards with those whiskey barrels. Yeah, right. I remember on the thing, yeah, of right? Which that seems like an idiom, right? Yeah, what is that? I they were like for like help, right? Or like, well, it was like yeah, like rescue dogs. Send the dog and they give him some whiskey to warm him up. Literally, they know it's probably making it worse, yeah, but whatever. Cool. But as the scene cut. It's those two being like glog, 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 like drinking the thing. And I was just like, I love these guys. Whoa. They're like the Laurel and Hardy of Switzerland. Yes. Well, actually, like, you know, so people would relate to relate them to famous comedy pairs mm-hmm. like Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. And, and Abbott and Costello. You know, yeah. Yes. So anyway, um, sorry, I cracked my knuckle there. <laughs> but um, they went on for a while. Frack ended up dying in 1979. He oh. died. He died early of like a bone disease. He was only 60 years old. But Frick kept going with the ice follies until he had an accident and then couldn't come back until he, he, he skated and did the uh, cantilever spread eagle until mm-hmm. he was 65. You've mentioned the ice follies several times, but I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't. I can only tell by what I've researched that it was a big traveling ice show. Okay. I mean, I'm talking to the point Based where, in Switzerland? No, or, no, no. Or they were in, an no, international no, no, global no. thing? So or? they were in America Oh, it's an American time. thing. This oh, was like... So they this made is why it, it's they, an American idiom. They made it huge. 
Yeah, they came over from Switzerland. Mm. They started in London for a little bit. And then, like, the Ice Follies apparently was this huge thing that lasted, like, 80 years. Now, they, they weren't there the whole 80 years, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But there is pictures of Frick, like, doing his move with Big Bird. Because when they used to do, like, oh, snap. even Sesame Street, Sesame Street yeah. on ice kind of thing. And um, so he, he kept going. Can you imagine being 65 and and being on ice skates and bending over backwards and no. still doing all these tricks, but um, so he had to retire at sixty five, and then then uh, he was eventually inducted into the World Figure Skating Hall of Fame in nineteen eighty four. Although I don't think Frack was. It sounded that's like, some bullshit. It sounded like Frick. They didn't like the rubber legs. Well, <laughs> I think that so so I will tell. So I read an interview. Yeah. Um, because Frick. L- l- lived a lot longer than Frick. Yeah, right. You know, Frick, Frick lived to like 92. Yeah. And he showed a bit of resentment towards Frack. Really? And he said, he's like, you know what? He was naturally more talented than I was. Yeah. But um, I practiced more. Yeah. And I, I we did have And which is more impressive, by the way? Well, you know, I think the person that works harder, right? Maybe, yeah. Right? Like, because there's that resentment. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, I'd like to. You know what, though, I'd like to hear Frack side of it. I'd like to hear Frack side. We never of got it to too. hear that, unfortunately. He was the one with the big stash. He had a big oh, old. I do like that. He had a big old mustache. But yeah, like so, Frick got into the World Skating Hall of Fame, but I don't think Frack did. Maybe he just didn't live long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a very interesting story. <laughs> Come on, man! Get excited about freaking Frag. I was trying to do a Swiss accent. These guys are great. I know it's incredible. Actually, I can't believe they're my new heroes, big time. Yeah, I can't. You know, I I resent you for accusing me of not being into freaking Frag. I'm very. I think it's very interesting. All right, I can see by your face you're into them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's it's great. That's freaking Frag. Do you want to know some fun facts about them? Some fun fracks. Fun fracks? That's good. I should have used that. Um, <laughs> actually, most of them are about Frick because I think what really happened is I think Frack died too soon and yeah. like nobody had a chance to talk to him. Well, right. I mean, like, you know, po- wait, 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 he died in the 60s? He died at 60 years old. Oh, so, so what was it, the 40s? Figure the date was probably... Late 40s? Mm, 1951? I think it was 80. Oh, 79. 1979, he died. Oh, he died in 79. He died in 1979, okay. yeah. So, so most of the stuff is about Frick because he lasted a lot longer. And so I think, you know, he gets... He gets a lot of the credit for everything. Revisionist rights or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. So let me just give you a couple of things about mostly Frick here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Frick, when he came to America, he only had $50 in his pocket. And oh I know goodness. that was more money than it is now, but still, come That's on. still not much. Right. Like, even if you... Even if you ten times it, mm-hmm. that's only five thousand dollars, five hundred dollars. <laughs> Can you do fifty times ten for me, real quick? Fifty times ten, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But even think of that. If you had five, ten, it wasn't ten times as much as it is now. Come on, that's still like I think that's still only like two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here's another thing. When interviewed as an old man, he has been afraid of elevators his whole life. Really? Yep. 
He also used to start his day with a shot of bourbon over a grapefruit. Over a grapefruit. I like that. What about these old guys? Like these old timey guys. What is it about old timey stuff where it's like you could be so unhealthy and be like the healthiest, like best guy? Yeah. I don't know. The food was better. No, no, no preservatives or chemicals. No, but I don't think our grapefruits have preservatives now. Yeah, man, they're all everything's fine. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, here's another thing. Frick would psych himself up for shows by banging his head against the wall. But he also said that he. I thought you were going to say banging his wife. Oh no, that's going to psych yourself down. (laughs) He would psych himself up by banging Heather Graham, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Or Cameron Diaz during the mask only. Maybe something about Mary. Um, uh, Frick loved to know exactly how mm-hmm. long the audience applauded. So, so when Frack was out of the picture, like yeah. Frick kept going for a while. But so he got he got new partners. But what I love about him is that he never tried to make the new guy the the other Frack. Oh, I love he that. just went by Mister Frick after that. Okay. So he had new partners, but he would make the he would make the new partners. Go and count the applause. You know, like, be like, yeah. I need to know exactly how many seconds the yeah. applause was. Only six. That was, yeah, Not many. That was a, it, we're getting old. Um, did you know that there was no, I didn't. two Backstreet Boys that were given the nickname Frickin' Frack by, by fans? Didn't, no, did not know it that. Was like, Which means that 14-year-old girls were familiar enough with the, the name. Or 40-year-old women. Or 40-year-old women. So apparently Nick Carter and Brian Luttrell had a very close relationship. And like, Ooh. there's like all these Tumblr profiles and stuff about these guys. Like and Tumblr they, still exists? They touch each other a lot. Huh. Like someone could make a gay joke here, but I'm not going to. No, no, you wouldn't But like they are all over each other. Well, but they're not the only people that have ever been called freaking Vrack. They're a couple freaking Vracks. But they're big time because they're Backstreet Boys, yeah. you know? All right. Wait, no, not all right. You already said this, but I'm going to kind of I was trying to make a Backstreet Boys all right joke. Oh, got it. Okay. (laughs) I get it now. Okay. (laughs) Not like you're trying to cut me off. No, I'm not trying to cut you off. You already kind of mentioned this, but I had to end on this, is that I think we're kind of the freaking frag of podcast hosts. I would certainly say so. I would certainly say so, too. But we're not, not the Nick and Brian of podcast hosts. No, we're not. We're the... The Werner... What's the other guy's name? Hans, I think. What happened to your thought? Uh, uh, you Ver- stared off into the distance. Werner and Hans. Vacantly. Well, you know what? I had a realization while, oh. I, was, while, I, was, doing this, while I was doing this research last yeah. night, right? You know how we are always saying about how every fucking company name or whatever has this an and, and that, and yeah, that yeah. right? I think I realized what I hated about it last night. What? Now, keep in mind, yesterday I was at the liquor store. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. I was getting my dad a little thank you present for changing the radiator in my car. Thanks, Dad. How many men can do that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but they have this new something whiskey or bourbon or whatever that has a key, fucking skeleton key attached yeah, to it. Cool. And it's called like something and something. Yeah. Like loser and douche, you know? <laughs> yeah. And while I was doing the freaking frack thing, I, I realized what I think I hate about it. Hmm. It's that all of these people are trying to force these ideas together. Yeah, yeah. That when they real, don't necessarily go together. When real things work together, yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Ooh. Or yeah. 
Frick and frack. Frick and frack. No right. one had to say, like, let's just jam that and then everyone's going to make you love it. Like, I, this is my declaration. Mm-hmm. No more ands until someone else decides that it's an and. Don't name your business. Don't name your whiskey. This and that. Don't name your hair cutting salon. No. I'm sorry. I Listen. If you belong to any of that, I love you anyway, but you have to know why it's not working. It ends here today. Don't force it. Don't force it. Pairs will go go together, and Mm -hmm. the and will form itself. Right. Laurel and Hardy. Mm -hmm. Abbott and Costello. Frick and Frack. Ryan and Albert. Ryan and Albert. Mm, I always say Albert and Ryan. Yeah, okay. I just was trying to be polite by not putting <clears throat> You don't my, have to do that. Whatever sounds best. First. But listen, all I'm going to say at this point is that's the way the cookie crumbles. And we will be right back. <laughs> Which is good because I got a pit. That uh, that mid-show break song was um, a song called "Draw a Blank" by the band Pauseland. Oh, uh, we, we we reached out to them. They're on our "Don't Be an Idiom" presents Spotify which, playlist, which everyone can't stop listening to, which people love. <laughs> they love it, I tell you. But uh, Pauseland is from Denmark, and um, one of the guys in the band, Christian, was like, "Yeah, use the song on the on the on the podcast. That's totally cool." And I was like, "That's awesome! Thanks, man." Can you believe that? That's All very the way nice. From Denmark, I love it. I hope he's listening. He he might not be listening, right. but I What's, he's he's like a like a really um, cool looking guy. <laughs> he's a saxophonist, oh. and he's like uh, he he teaches at the university there. And um, he's like, uh, he's done all these crazy projects. You know, I he's think an interesting guy. Maybe the lead singer would not let the saxophonist have permission. Well, it's an instrumental band. Oh, oh. Right, 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 right. But yeah, check them out and check out the uh, our, our Spotify playlist. You can just type in the search box, Don't Be an Idiom Presents. Yeah. And, and check gonna, out 30 idiom titled tunes. It's going to pop right up. Pop right up. We got a second one coming soon. Very soon. <laughs> Too soon. Soon um, is subjective, so All right. We're so right. guys, if you if you're a long time listener, you know that Albert's usually the one that's picking idioms that most people have never heard of. True. It, like you're more likely to do that. I definitely from day one. So I was hoping that today you'd do one that was popular because I think I'm bringing I think I'm bringing a new one back. Oh, but I didn't I didn't pick a popular one. Frickin' frack. Some people know. No, older, I think everyone knows older that. Older people. Older people. Older people. <laughs> so know weird. about frickin' frack. Older people. Not know. these young people. I think that almost everyone listening has heard of frickin' frack. Let's do a poll. Call in. Listen, I don't want to be the skeleton at the feast. But I just what? have to disagree with you here. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, no. The skeleton at the feast. All right. Okay. 
right, so <laughs> meaning's easy. I can do meaning at first. Okay, so my idiom for the day is skeleton at the feast. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm kind of introducing this to people here. All right, good. And this is what we need because it's not just about figuring out what the hell everyone else Mm-mm. is talking about all the time. It's about like reviving this shit. Yeah, like, yeah, we've said it before. Don't let it die. Yeah, we're not letting this one die. So okay. do you, I mean, I can tell you what it means, but do you want to guess no, what it no, means? No, 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 I'm going to guess yeah, what, what it means. means. Right, right, okay. So skeleton at the feast. You're skinny and you're sitting at a big old table of food. So you are, you are not eating. There's like everything that you want is before you and you're not eating, which means you are going to, what does it mean? It means, it means that, oh, okay. What are you going to be a skeleton at the feast? You are just going to deny anything given to you. Uh, It's like, it's like kind of that, but like not really. Not really. Wow. If you can't get the meaning, that's how you know it's rare. That's how you know it's rare and you know it's good. So skeleton at the feast is an idiom that, that means one whose pessimistic outlook or behavior dampens the mood at a happy event. Oh, that makes sense. So it, it can also mean like it's a it can also be a reference to someone or something that serves to bring unpleasant memories to the minds of people trying to have fun. Okay. Well, to be fair, yeah. I do think that what I said was kind of like <laughs> people are giving you all the stuff and you're like, nope. Yeah. You know, like I didn't get into the feeling of it all, but you are still denying yeah, yeah. all the good like, stuff. Like here you're denying fun. Yeah. Right. Fun and food. I wrote an example. Okay. For, pe- for people since it's a new one. Okay. Hey, Bob, how are you? Thanks for inviting me to your birthday party. Now, I don't want to be a skeleton at the feast or anything, but I just hit your dog with my car. Where's the punch bowl? Ooh, that's rough. But that would be like a skeleton at the feast. Like, hey, we're having a party here, but uh, I got some bad news. Yeah, but how good was I on the fly there with the rough dog? Oh, gets that's hit funny. Rough. I also, I did not get that joke at first. <laughs> but just like you didn't get my Backstreet Boys joke earlier. Right. So now I we're thought you even. were just bored with my idiot. <laughs> All right, so Which now that everyone crazy. completely understands this, the idiom we skeleton all like at the feast, and we're all going to bring it back, we're going to start using it all okay. the time. Yes, we are. Skeleton at the feast. Yes, we are. So talk to me about like what the origin of this, this uh, idiom might be. Okay, so the skeleton at the feast are a downer, right? Okay. Um, I think that where this idiom comes from is definitely mm-hmm. from who was that really skinny lady? Who was she? That famously skinny from long from a long time ago. You know, like there was no TV then. It was her name was Was she like a circus freak? Yeah, yeah. No, no, she's fun. No, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, she's fun. No, okay. Okay. So we're gonna go back to the Go back. Let's say 16th century. Okay. Which is the 1500s. <laughs> Ryan spit out his drink. All right. There was... I there spit was, out my drunk. There was an earl. Drink. Okay. An earl, okay. But he wasn't the Duke of Earl. So he's in England. He was just a regular earl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, an earl is set up pretty nice. You know, they got... Let's just say it's Earl Bastianus. Earl Bastianus. Yeah, so okay. he's so he's he's got a big old house, you know, because he needs a lot of room for all of his. I thought you were gonna say schlong. I mean, 
<laughs> when you're an earl, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. right. So he's got a big old house. Big old house and, you know, big old family, right? And everyone is earling it up, right? They're just like, we love this. It's the high life. We're eating and drinking. And really, what does dad even do? We don't know. But back then, you just had to wear nice, like, puffy pants, and then you're good to go, right? Mm -hmm. So the Earl of Bastianus, he did have one daughter. Her name was Insulus. Insulus? Insulus. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a horrible name. Yeah, but, well, could you imagine? Oh, yeah, I can right? imagine. She was born small, very small. <laughs> And then when she was when she got older, she she yeah. got bigger, but she didn't get any wider. She was very thin. Okay. So they used to call her the pencil maiden of the Earl of Bastianus Manor. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they would have these big old parties. <clears throat> sure. Right? Yeah, we were all following you. Right. And and the thing is, is it's really important to impress everyone at the parties with how much your family could eat. Mm-hmm. And this, what is her name? Uh, Insulus. Insulus, right. Yeah. yeah, so she was... So everyone would be having a good time being like, oh, the blood pudding is so rich. It's rich. <laughs> yeah. I'm drowning in blood pudding. Okay. Um, and then they would be like, the leg of lamb is also quite succulent. And then right, they'd so. be like, Insulus, what do you think of the food? And she'd be like, well... If I was to eat the food, perhaps I'd live a little longer, and then I would be Ugh. tortured by you for even one moment more, so I shan't eat the food. Oh, I hate her. Uh, yeah, but she was also hot. <laughs> she was, like, skinny hot, you know? Hollow-eyed, <laughs> skinny hot. Like, like, they never even knew what a supermodel was until right. Insulus was there. Ugh, yeah. I don't know. Every, uh, to me, everything you're painting here is bad, bad, bad. Oh, it's bad. Oh, but, I mean, oh, come oh. on. Imagine seeing like a supermodel being like, I don't think so. You're like still yeah. hot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, you know, so she was just like. Not into it, man. Stop inviting me to these parties. Yeah. And um, then everyone was like, oh, and then her father was like eating a leg of lamb. And he's mm -hmm. like. Insulus, this leg of lamb is better than your entire personality. Yeah. So why don't you just stop being a skeleton at the buffet? At, at the buffet. Uh, and then certainly. And then etymological decline. And then turned it into what you said. I, I love it. Skeleton at the feast. A skeleton at the feast. Right. Oh God. Ugh, I'm how sorry. are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, all right, so it's like a 16th century thing. This Earl's, you know, your your guess about the what the the idiom even means was very similar to your actual guess of the origin, right? Because you were like someone's skinny and doesn't want to eat. Yeah, food. yeah. The skeleton at the feast. I get it. Oh, and she also that was an insult to like the bourgeoisie, mm. right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's why, like, she. When she eats, it's like it's not. Or when she doesn't eat, it's a it's an insult. Right. Okay. I see. I see. Was, was she not eating to stay skinny or just to be like rude? Both. Both. She okay. loved being skinny. Yeah, and because, she looks great. 
She looked great to some people, but no. not to many because back then they, they thought it was very... What, what was and that? not to us either. Not to us. Everyone's beautiful, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but what was it called back then when you were like, you know, that, that look when you were a little bigger and that was like that... Yeah, yeah. What's that, that look Meaty. called? Meaty. No, 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 no. It had like an artist name. Voluptuous. No, no, no. It was like an artist. It was like... Bumpy. No! <laughs> no, it's like... Why do I want to say Botticelli and Gloopy? Not, no, no. It's like you know how all angels Grotesque. and stuff are like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, chubby hot, yeah, like what a cherubin. What is that? What am I, I talking about? I know what you mean. Yeah, like. All right, next week it was on, hot being like fat in the day in the old days. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. There's a name for it. I didn't know that. There's a like. There's a thing. Okay. But, okay. I'll I'll save it for next episode. Go all ahead. Right. Thank you. All right. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. So uh, let me talk to you about the origin of the idiom skeleton at the feast. Okay. It dates back to Plutarch. Right. Who you remember. You, we've talked about him before, right? Definitely. Now, haven't we? Probably. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I just feel like I should remember more. All right. Well, anyway, Plutarch was a, a first century Greek philosopher, essayist. First century? Yeah, I was, first century. I was way off. He was born in 46. I mean, he lived to be, uh, he lived into the early 100s. So, right. first to second century. Right. So, I was way off. Okay. What do we, what we yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but who could guess first century? I don't know. You could have. You could have. <laughs> Not me. So, Plutarch, who I think we've talked about before, was a, a Greek philosopher and essayist. He was also a priest at the Temple of Apollo. Which I thought mm. was just kind of cool. Mm. Anyway, he had this this um, this collect the, well. There's this collection of essays that exist and transcribed speeches called the Moralia, which right. sounds very sexy. It does. Plutarch's Moralia. You know who should play Moralia? <clears throat> Heather Graham. Heather Graham. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it translates to like moral essays or whatever, something Ooh, like what that. What about immoral? Im <laughs> Fun, sassy, hippie woman. <laughs> so Plutarch's Moralia is a collection of these 78 essays and, and uh, speeches. And they're all about in insights into the Ro Roman and Greek life. Okay. But there's also a lot of like philosophical observations. You know, there's, there's one essay called On the Eating of Flesh. Whoa. There's one called On the Control of Anger, which I think I probably should read. I think we could all use a little of that. There's one called To an Uneducated Ruler, which I think that we could definitely use right now in America. That's topical. Very topical. But poignant. There's one called On the Face Which Appears in the Orb of the Moon. Oh, that's good for any time. Right? Which yeah. is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one which is called Whether Fire or Water is More Useful, which mm -hmm. could be a discussion that we could have at some mm -hmm. point. And then... Could burn down the water. Could burn up the water. <laughs> I feel like water goes up when you burn it. Yeah. You know, the... Turn it into steam. Steam. Right. <laughs> I could not remember the word steam. Steam. But there was another one called Dinner of the Seven Wise Men. And this is where hmm. Skeleton at the Feast is first alluded to. You ready? Is this like Jesus and shit? No, it's no Jesus stuff. Thank God. No, no, no. I'm taking a break from all, any all Jesus related idioms are getting a huge break. Well, because you think wise men. 
No, this is the the seven the seven wise men referred to in this dinner are are like cool even even more ancient Greek philosophers that preceded Plutarch. So we're talking like BC, like the seven sages of Greece who are these great thinkers or whatever. But who even knows, really? I mean, we don't have any video footage. We so, don't, you know. They could have just been like, "I'm so, I'm such a sage. I'm so wise." Full bush under robe, guys. <laughs> oh my god! They're like, "I'm not going to trim it because I know what it means." Jesus, dude! Right? Full bush under robe. Those guys. Listen, if you're a wise man, right? Yeah. That's just for chicks, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, so anyway, so one one of these seventy eight essays is is about it's it's essentially like this imagining of this these seven great ancient Greek thinkers all going to a dinner party together, right? And there's a line in it where one of them is speaking. Um, his name is Thales or Thales or something like that. Sure, and he says. Uh, now the skeleton which in Egypt they are wont, with fair reason, to bring in and expose their parties, urging the guests to remember that what it is now they soon shall be, although it is an ungracious and un- unseasonable companion to be introduced at a merrymaking, yet has a certain timeliness, even if it does not incline the guests to drinking and enjoyment, but rather to a mutual friendliness and affection, and if it urges upon them that life, which is short in point of time should not be made long by evil conduct. So here is the wow. first. Uh, that was a little, That's a quote and a half. I'm right sorry. There. That was way longer no, than no, I thought no. it would I be. I like bringing in the quotes. I like it. I know. I'm sorry. That was a little bit longer than no, I thought. No, 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 no. It's good. <laughs> this is an official apology to the, to the listeners no, of no, Don't Be an no, Idiot no, for no, reading no. a very Listen, long this quote. This is for all of our very smart listeners that you are welcome that we got a real <laughs> full-on quote here. A full-throated quote. So... so the quote suggests that in ancient Egypt, um, at their feasts, they would sometimes bring in a mummy or a skeleton. Yes, to the feast. I love it already, and I have a lot of reasons why. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, and and they don't know the, specifically the idea. They don't know why they're doing <laughs> they it. They don't know why they're just doing it. <laughs> they're just bringing it in. They're just having a guess. Just having a guess, guess, guess. So uh, apparently, the ancient Egyptians would do this. According to Plutarch and whatever he read, but um, and uh, it was supposed to, you know, surely having a big feast and then all of a sudden wheeling in a dead person, it's not going to make the party much more fun. Or but it could make it more fun because people would be like, you know what, we're going to die soon. I love it. Let's drink up now. Let's make it. some merry. I know. That's perfect. Right? You know, it's why my family is always saying, you're such a downer. You always keep talking about how we're going to be dead soon. And I'm like, no, but it's because you got to remember that you're going to die. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think that was, I think, you know, that's one of the the ideas about what that was, like, that was used for. This I love is the, great. Yeah. This is my favorite thing. And that's why I wore my shirt with the... I wore my shirt. Ryan's wearing his see-through cutoff <laughs> shirt that says Wolfman, Mummy, Frankenstein, and Dracula. It's got mummy on. Very cool. Oh, can right. you see my nipples? Oh, man. Well, no, no. It's just oh, like okay. a fun see-through European yeah. thing, you know? It's very not European. The lighting is very low here. I think in full daylight, it could be very revealing. So, um, so anyway, yeah. 
So it's either a reminder of, you know, I don't know. It's either a reminder like, yeah, let's enjoy life or it's just to put like a wet blanket on things. No way. But I don't think so. No, no, no. no. I, lo- I actually think it's fantastic. Like, you know, it's so, I think it's so important to live like, <laughs> like that country song, like live like you were dying <laughs> because it's so cliche, but like. Everyone thinks that like, oh, life is just this thing and we're just going to like do it and it's going to like be whatever and like nothing bad's going to happen. But like everyone's going to die. Oh, yeah. Baby. We're all going to die. Like, I think it's fantastic. In fact, if I was alive back then, I would be like, I'm a wise man. I'm a wise man. I got this skeleton. Let's put it at the table. Let's, let's bring it out. Let's bring Can out a mummy or two. If you were the guy that came up with that idea, yeah. you're set for life. You're like. They'd be like Albertus. The mummy again? And you'd be like, yeah, man, I'm trying to remind everyone that hey, we should man, have a good like, time, dude. It's like, listen, we don't take away this idea. We just build off we of build it. Off so if you want to come up with a new idea exactly. after the skeleton, the skeleton's not leaving. <laughs> also, I'm wearing my Mothman shirt because we're talking about our shirts. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, so between you- Ryan and I, we have five monsters on our shirts. That's true. Can't well, argue with that. We should do a podcast about monsters. <clears throat> That's a great idea. So anyway, um, that was a very, very long time ago, right? We're talking about first century. Yeah, no one could guess that. No one could guess that. But in the 19th century, that's when it started becoming popular in English writing. Okay. Where people would, you know, like like writers and poets would include, you know, skeleton at the feast into their writing. And there was one in particular that stood out to me. It was from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. You've probably heard of Longfellow. I've heard of that name. Very famous uh, poet. And he has this... He's got a fun name. I'll give him that. Wadsworth? Longfellow? Longfellow? There's a lot of good stuff going on there. Henry? (laughs) Don't forget about Henry. Don't forget about Henry. But he had this poem called The Old Clock on the Stairs. And... Oh, like The Last Unicorn. (laughs) Just remember that? Yeah, I do remember the last unicorn. There was a skeleton on that cartoon. There was a skeleton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But I'm talking about the old clock on the stairs. Yeah, but But he was on top of a clock. Yeah, was he? It was an old clock. Yeah, he hung Mm. out on the old clock and he was drunk. He wanted to drink an empty bottle of wine because he could remember the taste of wine. That used to freak me the fuck out. Me too. And then when I got older, I related to him. I know. And I was like, like, Emma. Gotta remember. So it, this poem, "The Old Clock on the on the Stairs," it uh, it kind of reminded me of the Raven by Edgar Poe because every stanza ends with um, "forever, never, never, forever," and it was it's the idea that, like the clock as it's Is ticking. This before like, Poe, though, um, it's after. Oh, he stole from Poe. That's well, bad. I don't know. If you don't he stole, stole from Poe. Po. I should probably double check that, but I think yeah, it's it's after. So anyway, like it's the idea that like the ticking of the clock is like forever, never, never, forever. Click, oh yeah, tock, tick, yeah, tock. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he said, and the idea is that like this clock has been there, but like time keeps moving on, right? right. You know, and like people die and people show yes, up they and then do. they die. And uh, I'm gonna read another quote. I'm sorry, but it says. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 I'll no. Apologize. Actually, I'm gonna say right there. Mm-hmm. Don't apologize about reading quotes, okay? Okay. And because I'm gonna read many a quote when I get older, <laughs> and that is, and I don't want to see any back sass. Is really what I'm talking about. He says, 
In that mansion used to be free-hearted hospitality. His great fires up the chimney roared, the stranger feasted at his board, but like the skeleton at the feast, that warning timepiece never ceased, forever, never, never, forever. What I like about it is as it rhymes, you know? Because a lot of people, they show me these old poems and they don't rhyme. And then you're like, no, sir. I'm like, I don't Bob. think so. That's just a sentence. I mean, most poems I know rhymed up I until the kidding. late 1800s. I'm but. talking to children out there. For all the kids <laughs> listening, you know, yeah, some poems don't rhyme, okay? So there's another idiom that... Uh, I, I think it's just all wrong. Are you but, pulling in a, an, a side well, idiom here? I love it. This is also, what we've been doing lately. We, we have been doing a lot of sub-idiom stuff. It's good. It's good. People need it. But this is like, the other idiom is, is ghost or specter at the feast. Like, ah, uh, don't be a, cool. a ghost at the feast tonight, you know? Like, try to be in good spirits. Don't sure. bring up anything weird. Like, you know, you know. Oh, well, that could be like about being present, right? Like... Ghosts, old things, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Like try to try to be present and enjoy yourself instead of like being like, oh no, you remember when that oh, that, that trash truck flipped outside of my house? Yeah, the it's other like day? we're trying to have a good time here, man. Stop talking about the trash truck. <laughs> but remember how it clogged up my pores? Yeah, your pores, man. But like we're clogged trying to have trash. fun here. So ghost at the feast, which is obviously very similar to skeleton at the feast. Um, Come, it, it's it's probable that Skeleton of the Feast sort of ch changed into Ghost of the Feast with Shakespeare's Macbeth, right? Because did you have you? No, I mean I, I think I talked no, about it when no, we did One Fell Swoop no, very listen, long time guys, ago. Guys, I no, I'm the guy but, who has not read any Shakespeare. I, I, but um, it's you would love it, by the way. If they did a Romeo and Juliet, Leo and Claire Danes thing, I yeah. probably could. I, I it all. I think there's still the old timey language goes over my head. There's still chance that Leo and Claire will do Macbeth as Lady Macbeth and and uh, they they <laughs> regular Macbeth, re, re, <laughs> Mister Macbeth. They both age slow. I will give them that. Um, but uh, in that Macbeth kills his right hand man, of course, and then he's ha he has a big banquet later that night, and Banquo. The the ghost of Banquo comes to the feast. The ghost Only, of the banquet is named Banquo. Uh, yes, <laughs> I think someone was a little short for ideas <laughs> at that point. Well, the Banquo was a real person. Yeah, but but like, okay, he wrote. It's the not story. Shakespeare's fault that Banquo also existed at a time where the word banquet meant feast. Yeah, but he was writing the story, and mm -hmm. he's like, okay, a ghost that comes to a banquet is going to be called. <laughs> Banquo <laughs> Banquo he, he knew what he was doing He knew He was just You know what He was like Oh shit I submitted it without Spell checking Okay o Only Macbeth could see Banquo At the banquet Back then I think everyone was so Illiterate It didn't matter <laughs> <laughs> No nothing matters But anyway So no, yeah Ghost like, of the oh, Feast scabies you got skeleton at the feast. Sorry, um, that's it. I'm I'm done here. No, don't be done. Then it's done. It's fun finished. facts. No, no, no. Let's get those fun no, facts. No, no fun I want facts those tonight. fun facts. Oh yeah, there's fun facts. <laughs> Listen, I read a little Give bit. I read a little bit of the um the, of Plutarch's book, and there was a, I thought there was a funny line. Let's hear it. The beginning of the paragraph of the part that I read, the character goes. However, so far as concerns transferring this from the one to the other, my feeling is exactly that of the young man who threw a stone at his dog, but hit his stepmother. Whereupon he exclaimed, not so bad after all. Wow. 
Oh, um, so he's throwing stones at his dog. dog. Hits his stepmother by accident and then says, not so bad after all. I mean, That's he's got a funny, he's right? He's got a point. Dude, it cracked me he's up. He's saying, bad dog, throw stone, hit mom. Not so bad not after so all. Not so bad after all. I thought that was funny. Who's not, is it, is it, is it that my aim is not so bad or is that the dog's not so bad or the... It, it, the joke it's is, not so I bad meant to hit the hit dog, the, but it's it's not so bad that I hit the stepmother. I mean, everyone, I love stepmother jokes. Everyone hates the stepmother. Oh right? my god! If you're a stepmother and you're listening to this right now, thank T- you for listening. take the spiders out of your mouth and put a gun in there. <laughs> but but I will say this: no, I, no, no. We, I know if you're listening, we thank you for listening. I know, but that take the spiders. There out are mouth. probably stepmoms out there that are awesome. Right? Yes, of course. That's just an old dumb thing. Oh, Colleen's stepmom. Oh, that's right. right. And yeah. she's very nice. Okay, so we did. Right. We, we put that to Sorry, rest. Sorry, Colleen. Okay, good. Yeah, Pro- we, proof we, pudding, positive. Proof, proof pudding, positive. <laughs> that's it. PPP. PPP. Proof pudding, positive. So, um, all right, that's it. I mean, I, I wrote down some ancient Egyptian funerary yeah, practices. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. No, no, I want to hear dude. it. No, no, we're, I want to hear it. We're past the time. We can cut it off. <laughs> Tell me. I don't. Uh, let me see here. Ancient funerary podcast. Let's hear it, everyone in in the. Let's hear it in the crowd. That's oh, more spooky sounds. No. <laughs> no. Oh. Um. No. Actually, we're done here. I think everyone knows enough about ancient Egypt. By the way, I it, don't. Don't. Don't you feel like? What the fuck was going on back then? Six thousand BC. That's well, so long ago. Well, what I yeah, that's a great question. So what I think they was were going, casting magic spells, right? Right. They were mummying bodies, right? They were sh- filling skulls and body cavities with like herbs and right. oils and stuff. What I actually think yeah. was going on back then is imagine aliens. this. Who's well? Yeah, of course. That's an easy one, right? But what? Okay, you're the you're the pharaoh, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, all right, I'm, I'm rich and I'm bored. Yeah. And, and you, I'm a God. You, yeah. And I'm a living God, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are making pyramids for me and statues and everything like this. And like, when I die, I'm going to get buried with all my cats and it is going to be mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And like, I just think it's one of those things where it's just like, you get like self-important in your head and you're just like, okay, okay, I can do anything I want. What's it going to be? Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have my brain taken out. I'm going to put in there, I'm going to put like a, a whale's uterus, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think the pharaohs were deciding jam, to do this. In this that, was, right, right? And then it's yeah. just like, and then it's just like, but my teeth, what about my teeth? Yeah, you're yeah, take yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to get shark teeth. <laughs> Okay, shark teeth in it. This is a yeah. pharaoh that lived by the sea. Yeah, right. I mean, you see that, and then he's like, right. hands, no hands, claw, claw, lobster, <laughs> lobster hands. right? Yeah, lobster claws. And he's like, and and dick. What could it be? You know, <laughs> sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. That's what I was thinking. And he's just like, all right, preserve me, preserve me. Right. And it's just like, and that's the tale of ancient Egypt. I mean. You could just do whatever. Plus, there was drugs. I'm sure there were definitely drugs. Right? Yeah, like they you were. Could just they were eating, you know, whatever sand shrooms. I mean, think about if you were able to do nothing except rule the world mm-hmm. and wear linen, and you were like, <laughs> and and then they were like, okay, and then also here's all these drugs, and be like, 
What do you want to happen to you when you die? Well, I'm ex- I'm I'm interested why they didn't go bigger, really. I mean, they went pretty big sometimes. But not with the mutilation of their bodies. I mean, they they emptied them out. Yeah, but they didn't enhance them. Mm. Mhm. With sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because they 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 thought that they they had to keep their bodies intact for the afterlife. So right. if they messed up, right. if they like accidentally knocked the nose off, they'd be like, oh, your nose got knocked no, off. No, right. They might not recognize you in the afterlife. Yeah, but in the afterlife, you could have had a, lo- a crocodile head and lobster crocodile claws. And lobster and, claws, yeah. yeah. And shark teeth, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, I forget my thing. Oh, um, that's a wrap. That's, and that's a wrap for <laughs> Ooh, idiom mummies. number two. And it's a mummy wrap. Yeah. And cue the mummy rap song that we pre-wrote for the episode. Now, how about now? And All it's right. a rap, like rap music. Yeah, no, they get it. We, there's been a few puns tonight, or a few illusions, or uh, jokes. There's been a few jokes tonight. Yeah, <laughs> but we are in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was good. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time to end the episode. Thank you for listening. I know we have yeah, a few we have things. A, we have to, top we have, bottom we have, of the show. We have a bottom of the show thing. Um, we have uh, the official "Don't Be an Idiom" wooden nickels. They are en route from Texas. Yeah, from the official old time wooden nickel fucking company. And like they the can original. be they can be in your pocket within two weeks, baby. Two weeks. So um, I'm going to be at the Mahoning Drive-In on All Hallows Eve. That's, uh, yep. That's the, the 30th. That's the, the 30th. So Ryan's going to be ringing in the Halloween <laughs> yeah. New Year. Albert's going to be ringing I'm going to be ringing out. So if you get to Mahoning on the, on the 30th, yeah. Ryan will be there handing out wooden nickels. Exactly. You just, let, you just hit us up. Just say the on, secret word. Hit us up on Instagram, don'tbeanidiom at gmail.com, and I will hand you personally, but socially distanced right. and masked up, a don't be an idiom with yeah. a nickel. And then if you don't get there till Saturday, which is official Halloween, mm-hmm. I will be there ringing it out, and I will be also handing out... Very unsafe wooden nickels. Yeah. For you. Unsafe because Albert's been touching them. I just can't and stop. If you, if you can't make it to the Mahoning Drive-In Halloween weekend extravaganza. Just email us. Just let us know. just DM us. <laughs> and um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll send them to you. We'll see what we can do. Maybe we'll, we'll work out a fair we'll pricing out, yeah. guide. <laughs> Some sort of price guide We're not made for of you money too. here. <laughs> How much money do you want us to spend on these wooden nickels? Just send an email. What is wrong with everyone? <laughs> anyway, oh, also, keep an eye on your mailbox. If we know you close enough, we're sending postcards. And if we don't know you very closely, send an email with your address, mailing address. Don't don't forget floor or apartment number or fucking zip code. No one's forgetting because that. If we, yes, they do. I, do. I, I ask people, I'm like, what's your... What's your address? And then I'm like... You're talking about me, aren't you? don't forget. No. Yes, you are. No, I'm not for talking about you. Uh. But it's like people that live in cities, they think that everyone just knows what the hell's going on. And they don't. So... So if you're on a floor, or you have an apartment number, or if you have access code, or if you you live underwater, or if you don't live in space, if you live under a bridge, if you live in a boat, 
Uh, just Give let us, us the be, be specific. Be if very we have to, specific. If we have to ask the question, we're not going to ask. Um, so that's pretty much the show. I just got to say, like, a really quick RIP. My Aunt Donna passed away this, this last week, and she was a listener. And uh, I just want to say goodbye, Aunt Donna. You were awesome, especially when I was coming to you with problems with my mental health. And as far as the rest of the world goes... We just want to say, until next time, don't don't be be an an idiom. idiom. And happy Halloween. Ooh, happy Halloween. Uh, Watch out for the scary. Welcome, ghouls. I'm glad you made it. The zombies are here. They're annoying as shit. Frankenstein is sitting on my wife. Jack the Ripper's bitching cause he lost his knife. Annoying monster dinner party! Annoying monster dinner party! Annoying monster